Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being with us throughout the night. Take care of our families and us and just watching over us, Lord. Father, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you go with us in this word today and help us to understand this word. Let us be a beacon of light unto others, Lord, in the way that we act, in the way that we carry ourselves, Father. Through your word, we will learn and understand how to live this life as we should. And we thank you, Almighty God, for the opportunity to be able to do what is right before you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. <clears throat> okay, everyone. Let's get started. We're in chapter 19, verse 1. And it happened while Apollos was at, the, at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus, and finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, We have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, Into what then were you baptized? So they said, Into John's baptism. And then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were, half, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophecies. Now I want to stop here for a second because notice they said they were baptized before by John, right? That was a water baptism. Now this time, okay, they're being baptized again, right? But now let's see what happens when they get baptized again this time. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophecies. Now the men were about 12 in all. Now, does it mean because they were water baptized that they received the Holy Spirit? No. They received the Holy Spirit because they believed in Christ Jesus. You see? That's the difference. Water baptism is a recognition that you are now receiving Christ. You open the doorway for him. But a lot of people that go through water baptism do not receive the Holy Spirit right off. Sometimes that doesn't come till later. Okay? <clears throat> All right. And he went into, uh, this is verse 8, and he went into the synagogue, and spoke boldly for three months, reasoning and pursuing concerning the things of the kingdom of God. Uh, let me just pause for a second, because I don't want people to misunderstand what I'm saying. Some people, however, do receive 
both. They, they go through the water baptism and they do receive the Holy Spirit. Some people, not everybody, that's what I'm saying to you. Some people do not receive too later on. Okay? All right. Just want to clear that up. All right. Let's move on to nine. But when some were hardened and did not believe, but spoke evil of the way before the multitude, he departed from them and withdrew the disciples, reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus. And, and this continued for two years so that all who dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both the, <clears throat> both the uh, Hebrews and the Greeks. Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the disease left them, and the evil spirits went out of them. <clears throat> then some of the ignorant, <laughs> ignorant uh, Jewish extortionists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. Also, there were seven sons of Siva, a Jewish priest, a chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. This became known both to all, all the uh, Hebrews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus, and fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. And many who had believed came, confessing and telling their deeds. Also, many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted up. Excuse me a second. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry about that. I got something in my eye. Uh, okay. Uh, probably my hair. <laughs> um, Gosh. Okay. I think I got it out now. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go back. Uh, sorry, I, I got something in my eye just then. I was trying to get it out. Um, let's go to 19. Also, many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. 
um, and they counted up the value of them, and it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. That's a lot of silver. So the word of the Lord grew mighty and prevailed. When these things were accomplished, Paul's purpose in the spirit, Paul's purpose in the spirit, when he had passed through Macedonia and Acadia, Achaia, to go to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must also see Rome. <clears throat> So he sent into Macedonia two of those who ministered to him, Timothy and Erastus. Both he himself stayed in Asia for a time. And about that time, there arose a great commotion about the way. Now remember, their names was the way, Okay. The name of the group was The Way. Wasn't Christians. <laughs> it wasn't the Catholics. They were called The Way. <clears throat> so, Christian people out here today, and not to get anybody upset, but that's really not the name that they were called. Okay? Christian, we read this a little uh, while back, the name Christians arose out of the Greek culture. Okay? Um, did not rise out of the Jewish culture or the Hebrews. It rose out of the Greek culture. That's what they called themselves, Christians. Okay? But those from the original group, Paul, John, <clears throat> okay, Luke, <clears throat> Those that followed Christ were called the way. <clears throat> For a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith, who made silver shrines of the uh, of the diner, brought no small profit to the craftsmen. He called them together with the workers of similar occupation and said, men, you know that we have our, pro our prosperity by this trade. Moreover, you see and hear that only at Ephesus, but throughout almost all Asia, this Paul has pers pursued, persuaded and turned away many people saying that they are not gods which are made with hands. So not only is this trade of ours in danger of falling into repute, but also the temple of the great goddess Diana may be despised and her magnificence destroyed whom all Asia and the whole world worships. Now, were they really concerned about the? Uh, were they really concerned about their faith, because they believed in this Diana, this goddess Diana, or were they more concerned with their prophets, losing their prophets? You see, they. I would say they were more concerned about losing their prophets, because that's the first thing they mentioned, right? 
<clears throat> but of course, to get others on board who are more uh, concerned with religion, of course, they have to throw that in there to stir more people up. <clears throat> and when they heard this, they were full of wrath and cried out, saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. So, the whole city was filled with confusion and rushed into the theater with one accord, having seized Gaius and, Ar and Articus, Macedonian, uh, Macedonians, Paul traveled accompanies, Paul's travel com companions. And when Paul walked to go into uh, the people, the disciples would not allow him. Then some of the officials of, of Asia, who were his friends, sent to him, pleading that he would not venture into the theater. Some therefore cried one thing and some another, for the assembly was confused, and most of them did not know why they had come together. <clears throat> and they drew Alexander out of the multitude. He was putting him toward, uh, forward. And Alexander motioned with his hand and wanted to make his defense to the people. But when they found out that he was a Hebrew, all with one voice cried out from about two hours, Great is Diana of Ephesians. And when the city's clerk had quiet, quieted the crowd, he said, Men of Ephesus, what, uh, what man is there who does not know that the city of Ephesians is temple guardian of the great goddess Diana and of the image which fell down from Zeus? Therefore, since these things cannot be denied, you ought to be quiet and do nothing rashly, for you have brought these men here who are neither robbers of temple nor blasphemers of the goddess. Therefore, if Demetrius and his fellow craftsmen have a case against anyone, the courts are open and there are proconsuls. Let them bring charges against one another. But if you have any other inquiry to make, it should be determined in the lawful assembly, for we are in danger of being called in question for today's uproar. There being no reason which we may give to account for this disorderly gathering. And when he had said these things, he dismissed the assembly. Chapter 20, first verse. After the uproar had ceased, Paul called the disciples to him, embraced them, and departed to go to Macedonia. Now when he had gone over that region and encouraged them with many words he came to Greece and stayed three months and when the Hebrews plotted against him as he was about to sail to Syria he decided to return through Macedonia and Sopater and Bura accompanied him to Asia also Antitachus and Secundus of uh, Secunda of the Thessalonians and Gaius and Derby 
and Timothy and Tychicus and Trophimus of Asia. These men going ahead waited for us at at Troia, Troyas. But we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread, and in five days joined them at Troyas, where we stayed seven days. Now, on the first day of the week, where the disciples came together to break bread, Paul readily to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued his message until midnight. <clears throat> if you notice, he has done, they will do no traveling on, uh, on the unleavened bread, during the time of the unleavened bread. They stopped and they, wherever they were, they um, took part of the unleavened bread. And that should tell you how important that holiday really is. All right, let's move on to eight. There were many lamps in the upper room where they were gathered together. And in the window sat a certain young man named uh Eticus, who was uh, who was sinking into a deep sleep, he was overcome by sleep, and as Paul continued speaking, he fell down from the third story, and was taken up dead. But Paul went down, fell on him, and embraced him. Said, "Do not trouble yourselves, for his life is in him." Now when he had come up and broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till daybreak, he departed. And they broke the young man and they brought the young man in alive, and they were not not a little comforted. They uh, then we went ahead to the ship and sailed to Assos there intending to take Paul on board. For so he had given orders, intending himself to go on foot. And when he met us at Assos, we took him on board and came to Medellin. We sailed from there, and the next day came opposite Chios. The following day, we arrived at Samos, Samosa, Samos, and stayed at Tregalium. The next day, we came to Miltus, for Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus so that he would not have to spend time in Asia, for he was hurrying to be in Jerusalem if possible, on the day of Pentecost. For Miltus, he sent to Ephesus and called for the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You know, for the first day that I came to Asia, 
in what manner I always lived among you, serving the Lord with all humility, uh, with many tears and trials, which happened to me by the plotting of the Hebrews, and how I spent, how I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying to the Hebrews and also to the Greeks, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. And see now, I go abroad in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. <clears throat> and indeed, now I know that you all, um, you all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God will see my face no more. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of blood of all men, for I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departure, salvage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also, from among yourselves, men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Now, I'm going to stop here for a second. Doesn't this sound like today? Notice he says, For I know this, that after my departure, salvage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And this is what happens all the time. If you've ever been in a church that was uh, on fire with the Holy Spirit, and then after a while, all of a sudden it just seemed to die out, fall away. This is why the adversary has sent his minions in through someone. Or as Paul said, it sent his wolves in. You call them whatever you want to call them. And this happens all the time. This is why the Lord tells you to stay focused, prayed up, and stay before him. This way you know them. You see them when they come. Also, from among yourselves, men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore, watch and remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have converted no one silver or gold or pale. 
apparel. Yes, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for many necessities and for those who were with me. I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. These words are written and read. These are the words that the Lord Jesus Christ spoke. Let's read it again. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. Then they all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him. Sorrowing most of all for the world which he spoke, that they would see and face no more, and they accompany him to the ship. Chapter twenty-one, first verse. Now I came. Now it came to pass that when we had departed from them and set sail, running a straight course, we came to Kos the following day of Rhodus. And from there to Quarter. And finding a ship sailed over to Phenonia, where uh, we went board, abroad and set sail. And when we had sighted Cyprus, we passed it on the left and sailed to Syria and landed at Tyre, for there the ship was to upload her cargo. And finding disciples, we stayed there seven days. They told Paul through the Spirit not to go up to Jerusalem. And when he had come to the end of those days, we departed and went on our way. And they all accompanied us with wives and children till we were out of the city and we knelt down on the shore and prayed. When we had taken our leave of one another, we aboard the ship and they returned home. And when we had finished our voyage from Tyre, we came to Phatomius, greeted the brethren, and stayed with them one day. On the next day, we who were Paul's companions departed and came to Corsica and entered the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was the one of the seven and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied. And as we stayed many days, a certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judah, and when he had come to us, he took Paul's belt, bound his own hand and own hands and feet, and said, "Thus saith the Holy Spirit: So shall the Hebrews of Jerusalem bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles." And when we heard these things, both we and those from the place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart? 
For I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. So when he would not be persuaded, we, we cease saying, The will of the Lord be done. And after those days, we packed and went up to Jerusalem. Also, some of the disciples from Corsica went with us and brought with them one Nenison, a Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we were to lodge. And when we had come to Jerusalem, the brethren received us gladly. On the following day, Paul went in with us to James, and all the elders were present. And when he had greeted them, he told in detail those things which God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. And when they heard it, they glorified the Lord. And they said to him, You see, brother, how many myrons of Hebrews there are who have believed, and they are all zealous for the Lord. <clears throat> but they have been informed about you that you teach all the Jews, or excuse me, all the Hebrews who are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to circumcise their children, nor to walk according to the customs. What then? The assembly must certainly meet, for they will hear that you have come. Therefore, do what we tell you. We have four men who have taken a vow. Take them and be purified with them and pay their expenses so that they may shave their heads and that all may know that those things of which they were informed concerning you are nothing, but that you yourself also walk orderly and keep the law. But concerning the Gentiles who believe, we have written and decided that they should observe no such thing, except that they should keep themselves from things offered to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. Then Paul took the men, and the next day, having been purified with them, entered the temple to announce the expiration of the days of purification, at which time an offering should be made for each one of them. And when the seven days were almost ended, the Hebrews from Asia, seeing him in the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who teaches all men everywhere against the people, the law, and this place. And furthermore, he also brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled the holy place. For they have previously seen... Uh, Trophius and Ephians with him in the city, whom they supposed that Paul had brought into the temple. And all the city was disturbed, and the people ran together, seized Paul, and dragged him by out of the temple, and immediately the doors were shut. Now, as they were seeking to kill him, news came to the commander of the garrison that all Jerusalem was in an uproar, and he immediately took soldiers 
and citrons and ran down to them. And when they saw the commander and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. Then the commander came near and took him and commanded him to be bound with two chains. And he asked who he was and what he had done. And some among the multitude cried one thing and some another. And when he could not ascern the truth because of the torment, he commanded him to be taken into the barracks. And when he reached the stairs, he had to be carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the mob. For the multitude of people followed after crying out, Away with him! And as Paul was about to be led into the barracks, he said to the commander, May I speak to you, he replied. Can you speak Greek? Are you not the Egyptian who sometimes ago raised the insurrection and led the 4,000 assailant assassins out into the wilderness? But Paul said, I am a Hebrew from Tarkis in Sicilia, a citizen of no mean city. And I implore you, permit me to speak to the people. So when he had given him permission, Paul stood on the stairs and motioned with his hand to the people. And when there was a great silence, he spoke to them in his Hebrew tongue language, saying, Men, brethren, and fathers, hear my defense before you now. And when they heard that he spoke to them in Hebrew language, they kept all the more silent than he said. I am indeed a Hebrew born in Tarkis of Sicilia, um, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamalet, taught according to the strictness of our father's laws and was zealous towards God as you are all today. I persecute I persecuted this way to the death <clears throat> binding and delivering into prisons both men and women. As also the high priest bears me witness and all the council of elders for whom I also received letters to the brethren and went to Damascus to bring in chains, even those who were there in Jerusalem to be punished. Now, it happened as I journeyed and came near Damascus at about noon, suddenly a great light from heaven shone round about me, and I fell to the ground, shone, I'm sorry, shone around me, and I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So I answered, Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Now those who were with me were indeed saw this light. And were afraid, but they did not hear the voice of him who spoke to me. So I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, Arise and go into Damascus. 
go into Damascus, sorry, go into Damascus, and there you will be told all things which are appointed, all things which are appointed for you to do. And since I could not see for the glory of that light, being led by the hand of those who were with me, I came into Damascus, and then one, Ananias, a devout man according to the law, having a good testimony with all the Hebrews who dwelt it there, came to me, and he stood and said to me, Brother Saul, Receive your sight. And at the same hour, I looked up at him. Then he said, The God of our Father has chosen you that you should know his will and see the just one and hear the voice of his mouth. For you will be his witness to all men of what you have seen and heard. And now, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Then it happened when I returned to Jerusalem and was praying in the temple that I was in a trance. And I saw him saying to me, Make haste and get out of Jerusalem quickly, for they will not receive your testimony concerning me. So I said, Lord, they know that in every synagogue I imprisoned and beat those who believed on you. And when the blood of your, your martyr, Stephen, was shed, I also was standing by, cons- consenting to his death and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. Then... He said to me, Depart, for I will send you far from here to the Gentiles. And they listened to him until this word, and then they raised their voices and said, Away with such a fellow from the earth, for he is not fit to live. Then as they cried out and tore off their clothes and threw dust in the air, The commander ordered him to be brought into the barracks and said that he should be examined under scourging so that he might know why they shouted so against him. And as they bound him with thorns, Paul said to the sentry who stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man who is a Roman and and uncondemned? When the Satron heard that, he went and told the commanders, saying, Take care what you do, for this man is a Roman. Then the commander came and said to him, Tell me, are you a Roman? He said, Yes. And the commander answered, With a large sum, I obtained this citizenship. And Paul said, But I was born a citizen. Then immediately those who were about to examine him withdrew from him. And the commander who also afraid after he found out that he was Roman and because he had bound him. The next day, because he wanted to know for certain why he was accused by the Hebrews, he released him from his bonds 
and commanded the chief priests and all their council to appear and brought Paul down and set him before them. Okay, we're going to stop here and we'll pick up again tomorrow. I hope that this was a blessing to you. You see, as you can see here, uh, this is a good example for today. You don't know who people are. You immediately start uh, saying things about them because you think you know you don't know. Uh, yes, this man is walking with God, but this man has <laughs> this man has a lot of titles. Uh, he himself was a Roman, but as a Roman, he became part of the faith, as many did. Many were quiet about it, but they did. Okay, everyone, we're going we're gonna to stop here today. You have a blessed evening and good night.